I'm a man. I eat Weetabix. What's up? <laughs> this is just a continuous decline. I see. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, very good, very good. The context for that is, so a lot of people think that I came up with that. Like, um, I, I say it quite a lot throughout life. Oh man, I eat Weetabix. Today, I'm going to expose myself. You know, they tried to get me once and they failed. This time, I'm, get, I'm getting myself. Um, we were playing football in the park in those London Fields. It's a really, like, a, we started a community project at London Fields nearly maybe 12 or so years ago now and um now like it's grown every single summertime we have like a group of like people who show up and we play it like one day of the week some team has bibs and it's just like a nice little get together about seven eight years ago we were playing and there was this big huge guy six foot i'm gonna say five or six like big black you know the type who you want to be like he's my older brother and then you see the shadow um <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um and he collided with me and he hit the floor and we both got up why are you meowing why the fuck you i just fed you you piece of fucking shit <laughs> okay um anyway Anyway, yeah, oh, that's not, I'm, st- I'm staying in. Anyway, I know, I know. Um, we collided, and he went up and went, Don't worry, I'm a man. I eat Weetabix. And we all died that day. And I've just kept that with me ever since. It's, it's been like one of the things I just say. It's part of the repertoire. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a thief. Anyway, this is Silly Wales. This is a mental health podcast. Before you continue, um, we might discuss things that are. Actually, I don't. I don't know really. We, we will discuss things around mental health. So it could be things to depression, anxiety, um, maybe suicidal thoughts, and all that stuff. If this isn't the right show for you, that is okay. I do not wish any harm to you. I'm not going to be outside your house with a sniper rifle. Why? Because guns are illegal in the UK. Um, but if this is for you, then welcome. We're fairly chill. We like to enjoy ourselves. You know. We like to have fun, for the most part. How are you yeah. doing today, Joe? I'm doing pretty good, yeah. My work week has started, so I've had the first taste of what the next three days will be like, but it's okay. I'm doing fine. It's all good. <laughs> for context, Joe works in a supermarket in the town... Where, where do you live, Joe? <laughs> in the city of Worcester, yeah. I, okay, there's yeah, a, yeah. a supermarket that... I, I, I said this in episode one. It's fine. You did, but people might not even think about what they might just see this and go, "What? What is this?" So I, I, I mean, true, but I, I don't want to have to say in every episode where I live. <laughs> just see if necessary. Very good. Here's a flag. <laughs> like, let's just do the, the intro map. again. Okay, hold on. So <laughs> me and Alex have known each other for years, right? <laughs> let's just bring it all the way back. Pretty much, yeah. If you're if you're watching this for the photo, you have no idea what's going on. We, we're long time friends. We do this show 
as uh, a couple, make sure of two things. We have episodes like the one on neurodiversity and education, where we have a certain topic and we try and stick to it. Now we have episodes like this, where it's episodic and it's like a journal of our lives. And it's more as a time capsule for ourselves to look back on. And if people want to watch and enjoy it and see how we progress as human beings, and then look at it and be like, oh my God, remember like back in 2024 when like Alex and Joe were so wholesome and now look at them. You know, they're just drug dealers and now they're like in prison for like extortion and blackmail of government officials and trying to launch a coup of a country. You know, it's good. You guys can look back on that and go, wow, they were good people back then. And now, (laughs) and now they're gods. (laughs) Now they're gods. (laughs) I like that. I like that twist. Vanuatu is mine. (laughs) Oh yeah, so we we've uh, I mean because this is the second episode and uh, stuff is out now, right? Stuff is on sites, yeah. on podcast sites, mm-hmm. on streaming platforms or whatever it is. Um, just mention quickly where you could, where we can be heard, and then and then I'll keep talking. <laughs> I just I can't remember the world. No, right now we are on Boomplay. Never use Boomplay a day in my life. Um, the Podbean app and Podchaser. Um, Spotify is coming soon. I'm just sorting all that stuff out now as we speak. But the most popular place where apparently 13 of you have already tuned in, I published just at 12 o'clock today, today being the 11th of January, 2024. Amazon Music. I I think that people have been looking for podcasts on Wales and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think about that demographic that we're going to pull in. But, um, yeah. They're in the now. Crowd. They're in. Okay. They're in. You came for Wales and now you're here. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Let's I, talk it, about our week. <laughs> I, I was actually going to say, so this is a part of the week, so it's fine. But I, I've obviously been listening and you've been editing and listening to ourselves. And I thought about this even after the first episode, like literally like the first 10 minutes. Um, and it's kind of a weird experience, but I, I realized that we, we talked a little bit before about how it's, it's quite hard to tell sometimes if someone's, you know, neurodivergent necessarily, or like had really awful experiences or have bad mental health and stuff like that. It occurs to me when we listen to our, when I listen to us, I genuinely can't tell, like I, I, in part because like when i listen to myself i i don't maybe it's one of the reasons i'm not so embarrassed by my own like voice and stuff i kind of listen to myself almost like i'm a specimen or an alien or something like to me the part my past the the recorded me is like a past me that is not me anymore and feels like a different person entirely so i find it interesting to listen to myself because i'm like oh who's this handsome young individual or whatever um but then I realized that listening to us, even I am like, you know what? We really don't sound like we've had any of the things we're talking about or we've experienced any of the things we're talking about, which is quite an interesting moment uh, to be like, oh, yeah, no, you you and I don't sound like we've suffered. <laughs> like, which I... To be fair, it's a point about all humanity, right? Like, I, I think, you know, you go to work, and like, I, there have been people in my workplace now who I've spoken to and have found out different things about their mental health 
even mentioned that I was going to do a podcast about mental health review um, in, in order to kind of ha- help open up the fact that, yeah, like mental health is a thing I will talk about for, for, for days or whatever. And it's just interesting the number of people who I was like, oh, yeah, these are people I like really think are like sturdy, indestructible, bulletproof. And it turns out no. um, that's just not true. But it's just funny hearing myself and thinking the same thing about myself <laughs> and about you. And I'm like, yeah, no, I understand why this is such a weird part because there's something about whether it's human psychology or just the psychology we've been brought up with that the idea of emotional vulnerability is, is, to, is so relatively closed off that we don't know how to not even necessarily tell if someone is in that place, but really just fundamentally not believe that someone is maybe having issues or whatever, even though that's absolutely not true. Um, but yeah, just a little insight I had about like that, yeah. like really struck me when, when I started listening to us. So if you're also experiencing that, I get it. <laughs> if you're here listening to either of us and you're like, these guys are talking bullshit or what do they mean they're autistic or whatever? Like, believe me, I, I, I heard myself and I was like, I could not believe that. Yeah. Weirdly. Also, like, what does, like, what does um, being neurodivergent sound like? Of course, you know, there's certain elements and conditions in which you look at and you can clearly tell that there's, you know, they have something. Um, Down syndrome being one of them, you can often tell if someone had Down syndrome. Um, but with things like autism... You don't really know unless it's more pronounced in a certain way, but people's conditions and needs vary drastically. So, you know, we you might have a kid who their autistic, I guess, I don't want to say tendencies, but how it manifests in itself is something as simple as they are hyperfixated on their schedule for the day. And then you might have somebody who is mute, doesn't speak, never ever spoken in their life and like shows zero emotion at all times. Like that's the spectrum we're dealing with. It's a very wide spectrum man. and it's a beautiful thing. Like the human brain and how it works is, it's fascinating, but it's so fascinating that I'm never going to study it because science is difficult. <laughs> I really want to study it a bit. Um, like outside of maybe psychology, I'd, I'd be curious to learn about it in a more like neuroscience like perspective, but not right now. But my, my time out in education is over. Please <laughs> let me work for a bit and let me just get money. <laughs> let me yeah. let me earn for a little while. That would be nice. I'm I'm trying to get back into education. That's how yeah. bad it is. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to. Um, I started my degree, stopped it. Um, because I had other things happening. And then now I'm like, I want to work in like psychology and I want to learn more about the field and I want to understand it more. And um, just in general, me working and wanting to be a martial artist of sorts, I've been reading different books and I've been reading the book. Oh, this is where my mind goes blank. But it is by, and the whole story about it is really funny. Um, not a ha-ha funny, just coincidentally funny. So I was watching a like YouTube documentary at two o'clock in the morning because I can't sleep. And one of them was about a UFC fighter named Yuri, Yuri Prohaska. And he's Polish, I believe, or Czech. My mind's gone blank completely. But he 
his whole mentality comes from a book he read called the book of five rings. And mm. the whole thing behind the, the book is written by um, a samurai who was undefeated. Well, is a samurai or swordsman? I'll say he's more of a swordsman. Um, Miyamoto Musashi, and he was legendary undefeated and his whole core principles surrounding what he believes in is a real beautiful thing. So he wrote these books of five rings and he had different chapters and he wrote them pretty much as he was dying of cancer or what they thought was cancer. Um, so it has like the earth chapter, the water chapter, the fire chapter, the wind chapter, and then the emptiness chapter. And I'm doing it by audiobook and the narration is beautiful, but also the way it's translated is perfect as well. Because you can kind of imagine a very stoic Japanese man saying all this stuff. <laughs> um, and, it, and it's connected with me in a weird way because the things he talks about is things like, I'm reading the Earth chapter right now and he's saying, um, like, when you're about to strike your opponent, make sure, like, your stance is perfect. Make sure you're not like bent over in a certain way. Um, you never hold like certain weapons require you to hold it with two hands. Do that. If you hold it with one, the technique could be shit. And it's like, this is so basic, but you forget mm. how like quickly those basic things you need to do fail you. Like I was trying to figure out why my kicks weren't good at the gym a couple of days ago. And I was getting really frustrated and I was like, oh my God, I, I'm just, I thought I was getting better with my kicks and now I'm not, not getting better with what's happening. Jesus, oh God. And I realized, wait a second, I'm throwing this right kick or this rear kick with my right leg, but my right arm is still in the air blocking, trying to protect the punch that isn't coming. If I'm going to throw a kick, my arm has to be extended out with it to generate the power from my hips. And I'm like, oh. And I learned this day one of Muay Thai and I just wasn't doing it. Mm. I'm like, okay, who would have thought? So now like, I imagine what's gonna happen is when I eventually have my first fight in Muay Thai, midway through that fight, I'm gonna forget a basic thing. I'm gonna like, forget to keep one of my, like, both my hands by my face so I don't get punched in the face. And I, I wanna use that book as a reference to be like, hey, look. Keep the foundations and keep disciplined. And discipline's a discipline's a very difficult thing for me to grasp sometimes, you know? You know, it's it's very difficult. That and punctuality are two things that is a struggle. <laughs> That's because they're intertwined. They're intertwined, Joe. But that book, honestly, the the book of five rings, it's a recommendation. Yeah, I I um I, I looked up a little bit on Wikipedia while you were talking about it. I I've heard of this book. It's quite an old book, right? Like the oh, the, man, yeah, yeah. the guy was is like sixteen hundreds or something like that. Yeah. And I've I've heard this book referenced, and the idea of this book, like Earth being having this like like even the way that you did the chapters, I think is something that has been like repeated in different forms of media and in by other martial artists afterwards, like trying to, uh, whether by inspiration or essentially to just kind of exhibit or just basically copy the format um it's a very common like like i, I this has been referenced a lot and it essentially it's like this 
this happens quite a lot, I think, where like you get certain people who excel in a field in a certain way. And like one of the interesting things, especially when it comes to like sword fighting and dueling and stuff, that this comes up quite a lot, is you'll have like sword fighting and dueling or any martial art to be honest it's just sword fighting is an obvious one where it comes up uh and you'll have people like talking about it a lot and there's a lot of romanticism about martial arts and fighting uh over time this has been true not just today over time and an interesting thing is always there'll be someone who comes along and just says like people are fucking around people are like people are like doing weird kick flips and doing like weird shit no like fucking focus like none of that works what you're doing like this person is doing this thing and because so much of it becomes it kind of ends up feeding back into a kind of like the idea of performance and a lot of martial arts aren't always needed when they're taught like a lot of some of it's cultural some of it's um you know some of it is just purely essentially like uh ritual ritualistic like a like a uh, actually is, is that what it's called like a ritual sword it's like a sword that's not used for actual fighting or anything. Is it ritual or is it another word for it? I'm not um, knowledgeable in that field, so I'm not going to act like I am. Uh, okay. There's like weapons which are like, which I, I, I can't remember if it's like a celebra- it's not a, celeb- a celebratory sword, but it's like a, a sword used for like events basically and like rituals or celebrations. And they're not, they're not designed for combat because it's got like weird shit like flowing off of it. And it's not weighted in that way. It's weighted to be good if you like throw it, but not if you're like actually actively holding it in your hand, stuff like that. There's a lot of this that comes up. He, he's an example. One of those people who came along, which is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is how weapon, like you're, you're wielding a sword. What do you think you're doing? Kind of thing. And then like, so there's, that's why I think they, they kind of make these like these moments with a hammer, but they really hammer down on the martial arts philosophy. <laughs> and yeah, and of course, you know, Japanese swordsmanship always has some philosophical like backing to the whole point of it all. So on. it's very cultural uh, stuff. No, nothing ever written at yeah. that time was merely just this is how you do this. It's like, this is how you do this. And this is the explanation for the entire view that I have of the world. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, settle like, down. But I mean, no. He killed a lot of niggas. <laughs> like, like, imagine that you've done, you went your whole career of sword fighting being undefeated. Of course you were, because if he was defeated, he'd be dead. But like, he like beat really famous guys and it's just like, well, this is what this guy is. He is... Yeah. You know, for football fans, that he is the Erling Haaland of the sword fighting. He is inevitable. He will eventually score. Uh, Mushashi is gonna kill you. You know, <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that book has been. I'm trying to re reshape my um, my viewpoint with things like punctuality. I've been me and punctuality has been a consistent battle throughout my entire life, um, and yeah, it is down to ADHD. Um, but some of it is down to just point blank incompetence, man. It, it is a lot of it is just rank idiocy, um, and 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 I see it manifesting. Like there's been times where I've been looking and being like, I need to leave this house in twenty minutes. I'm gonna stare at this clock for twenty minutes, <laughs> like, um, and then I'm mm. wondering where where like you know where everything is and then i'm like oh i should have left 15 minutes ago damn it ah jesus and, and it's always like very similar patterns 
And if I'm by myself, it's a problem. Yes. With other people, though, with other people, um, I'm I'm fairly attentive to it. So it's like, because I, I don't want to be blamed for, for like being late, but meeting people, oh my goodness, like meeting people, um, like just being on time for things at work, meetings, like everything. I, I, I've, the habit of being late is always there. And it's like, okay. And it always feels like you're really unlucky with it as well. Late and now I'm late. And I was so close to being on time for the first time in like six years. Jesus Christ. And it's always, you know, my favorite book is Of Mice and Men. And it's like, oh, the the best laid plans of mice and men, of mice and men often go weary or whatever it is. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, um, that's me. See, I identify with it. See, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> like, do you know what you could have done? You, you fucking cunt. You could have, you could have gotten the train that was five minutes early. But no, you had to press continue on Football Manager once. You had to make sure that you play one more game of Football Manager and your Arsenal save because you signed Valt Veghorst to play up front and he's scoring goals for you and you're enjoying it. So you have to see what happens next. You have to make sure that, you know, Reese Nose is developing, you know. Well, guess what? Now you're running five minutes late and you're anxious as all hell and you're sweating and you're scared and you'd be like, no, everyone's going to try to kill you. Ah, But you wouldn't be feeling that way if you just left five minutes earlier, like you're supposed to. Have, have you ever tried like convincing yourself that you needed, you literally needed 10 minutes more time than you actually do, or like 15 minutes more? Like, have you ever like gone, worked out, okay, it's going to be half an hour to get to, I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to pick somewhere random in London. Like, oh, it's going to take me 40 minutes to get to Victoria Station or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, in that case, uh, I'm going to leave. Uh, I, I, so I need 50 minutes. I, I need I need 50 minutes. It's going to take 50 minutes for me to get to Victoria Station. 50 minutes is how long it's going to take. Okay, so if I'm going to get there for, for uh, quarter to two, I need to leave at fifth at you know at five to one or something. You know what I mean? I do, like I do it all the time. I do it all the time. But what yeah. happens is is that I go, like, I have city map and I'm like, okay, so I do it from my house to Bethnal Green. Cool, easy. Oh, it'll take me. You know, I'll, I'll get a, 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 I'll get this. I'll get to Bethnal Green like this. So, when's the next train from Bethnal Green to where I need to go? Oh, okay, it takes me fifteen minutes to get to like Holborn from Bethnal Green Underground. Cool. I guess I can leave in ten minutes, and I'll get there two minutes early. Me leaving the house is the problem. It's like, yeah, I hate being in the house. It's not a thing. I'm I'm rarely ever in the house. However, what seems to happen is it's like a time vortex. Something happens. Or like I'll 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 magically lose something that I've had all day. Like, you know, my, my fucking stupid wallet. I'll be like, Where where's that? Where's my wallet? I'll search all my jackets, no idea where my wallet is, and all of a sudden it's underneath a letter from two thousand and fifteen. Like, you know about a pension scheme that I'm no longer with or some shit. I'm like, how did it get there? And then yeah. Yeah, I, I, there's different names for this sort of thing. I've I've heard, God, I I know there was I I don't know TikTok or whatever, but I I remember seeing, uh, like a video on YouTube talking about it. It had a bunch of like TikTok, um, like ADHD TikTok like uh, posts in in the video. Um, I immediately don't want to hear it. 
No, but like it's 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 literally talking about like uh, I, fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but it's something like a it's either ADHD paralysis or it's like um or it's like expectation paralysis or like or something like that. But it's yeah, basically where it. yeah, there's a, there's a like a colloquial name that exists uh, for it as well. But it's the whole idea is that like if there's something that's happening in the day, you will literally like not do anything up until the moment that you have to do that thing like there'll be something i have to do like i actually find this with work because working as in a supermarket you don't work like normal nine to five hours and one of the issues with that is that i will try to wake up early because it's still good to wake up early and when i say early like i might wake up at nine or something like that or i wake up at eight or whatever it might be but of course it's not really good to wake up that early if you if you, if you know you're going to be going to bed like quite late as well because you're going late into the evening. But let's say it's 12 to 6. Simple shift, short shift, whatever. I will have this issue where I will wake up at like a pretty decent time. I've got a lot of time. I could be doing stuff. And I will just kind of turn into a into a person who does the absolute bare minimum right until about an hour before I have to leave. And it's not like I want that to be the case. Like I want to get shit done, but like my brain is like in a waiting mode. Actually, that's what I've heard it called. It's something like that, where it's like I'm 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 stuck waiting for the moment where like the amount of time I need is there. Um, and there was some advice about it. I think that, like there was one advice which was like, uh, don't rely on your your brain to try and remember what you're doing during the day or anything like that. Like set an alarm for the next day or set an alarm for when you need to do it in that. And basically just leave leave it from your brain so you're not thinking about it. So you're so you're in the space where you're like, okay, well, what have I got to do today? And you can check what you've got to do, but basically you're never like actively thinking about it. And then you set an alarm like wet like at the point that you want to like at least like half an hour before you want to start preparing like not to leave but just like to get things done then you set an alarm for when you're going to get sh when you need to get shit done then you set an alarm like 15 minutes before you need to leave and then you set an alarm when you need to leave and you basically do it like that to to essentially like create a scenario where you become aware that it's something you need to do you can act on it then or you don't have to but now you're aware of it and then you have a time when you say to yourself like you have to get it done now and it's so that so then it's like the moment of like okay i'm aware now and then it's like okay i must do it now, kind of thing i don't know if it will necessarily work i haven't particularly I, I tried it once and I, I had success on one day but easy placebo shit that can happen from that so I'm not quite sure if it's actually very effective, but I've, I've had similar shit to you where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing or it feels like I don't know what I'm doing for like hours of the day. And then suddenly I feel like I've got to do everything all at once. And then I'm like, why did I, why did I wash like just before I had to leave? Like, why did I wait till now? Why didn't I do that? Like an hour before get that out of the way. And then I could have been on my phone, like until I needed to, to leave or whatever, like, why, why do it in the order I did it? That was not good. Well, it's just something about like the way my brain's like, be lazy, don't do anything. Wait, just wait. You'll, you, you'll, you'll be ready in a moment. Then you'll have to go into action. And then <laughs> it takes you way too long. Yeah, um, I'm always I'm always struggling because it's like, uh, oh, okay, I know I need to, like, it's, it's, it's everything. It's like, 
if I say to somebody, oh, let's play some games tonight, and I'll be like, cool, eight, eight o'clock, eight, eight-ish. I always say eight-ish because that gives me a little bit, a little bit of a, like a buffer, you know? And for some reason, there will always be something that is like more know, enticing in the moment. Like, oh, it's a YouTube video. We've like, you know, uh, big yawn for me. Um, it is 9.40 right now. Um, in the I'm going to make, okay. make a reference to cut that. <laughs> um, where's a note? Add a note. Yawn. And shit talking. <laughs> and shit stalking. Fucking hell. Cool. Um, where was I? <laughs> Just start it again. Like. Yeah. So like, it'll be like, oh, I have a task to do. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. like I'll, I'll be somewhere. Like at eight. I need. To, I need to. I want to play games with somebody. I'll be online at eight o'clock or whatever. Sure. I always say eight-ish because then it leaves a bit of a buffer. What was eight-ish? That could be seven fifty-five. That could be eight fifteen. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, there's always something that's really enticing around that time. Like, oh, here's a YouTube video essay on like the nine eleven conspiracies. <laughs> okay. Three hours yeah. long, and it's like. If I start this now, I can get halfway through by about 8.30, and that's still 8-ish, right? And next thing you know, like, you're just like, oh, did you know that, like, the reason why the Tower 7 building, like, fell is because, like, all the damage from the original Twin Towers fell onto that, as well as there being structural damage, and then there we go. Guys, this is incredible information. Oh, it's 9.45, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> You know, and it's like, great. And and I hate how content is made right now. I hate social media's content and how it's made. Like they, a lot of videos you see now have like an additional video clip that's on it or like somebody playing GTA. It's like. Oh, this is a new thing on TikTok, right? And stuff like that. Yeah, but those videos get put onto YouTube shorts. And every now and then I like to indulge, you know. But it's. It's it's a really annoying thing because I don't. People say, "Oh, they're making it for ADHD people," because uh, like ADHD um, attention spans. I'm like, nobody with ADHD is who doesn't. If they, if you care about GTA as well, then yeah, you might be. Ooh, that's that's a cool little video. But if you don't care, you're not going to pay attention to it. And a lot uh, of people yeah, are I, going for this stuff. I, I actually don't know if that is uh, personally. I don't think it is for those people. Number one. I, I also don't know if it's, I mean, there must be some statistic or like analytic they're using to show that it works, that it's a good thing. Well, like, there's but two I, reasons for it. Like the, the reasons that you always see is it's like, oh, it's because if you're uploading that video, you're just uploading a clip. So you need to have something with it. So it's not just you uploading on somebody else's clip. So you have to make it your own property. Yes. In a way. Yeah. So there's that, but also because of attention spans, like the you have the big subtitles on the screen as as, as people are talking that mm-hmm. animate, so your eyes will always be fixed. You have those quick camera cuts. That's because people's brains like like people's attention spans are apparently so much lower. Like I hate it. It's really annoying. It's really frustrating to see 
and like it makes the editing process of these videos take forever clearly I, I i actually don't even know if it's true this is just a this might be a hot take i i don't know how much of that is true i know people i know people talk about it in that way but i think there's very i think there's very easy ways you could talk about this where you say like hey it turns out if you well firstly yes people are basically just plagiarizing other people and then putting a, a thing on it to make it their content or whatever when actually nothing is happening uh, when they're not actually providing anything but also you know the quick cuts and stuff is something that we've gotten used to i think i don't think that's a thing that is is i, I don't think it was actually feeding into anything i think it was just something that people genuinely got used to as a concept and i think if you like most videos if you didn't cut them in that way and you just had the same content and you had it in a more i don't know in a less cut way i don't think that i would have seen I, I genuinely don't think there would be that much of a difference, really. Like things like the subtitling stuff, like works really well. I've seen that do really well, and I think that's just a, a a thing of like, it's a really good way of like visually getting information that you're audibly hearing across, and that it's very and that it's stimulating on top of the audible part. And it's and people are used to subtitles now, so I think that there's, there's an element of that which actually makes sense. But things like the the quick cuts and quick cuts, quick cuts, quick cuts, quick cuts, and so on, and things like just having like random shit on the screen that's completely irrelevant, but it's just to get someone's attention. In many ways, I think it's either somewhat like having another thing on the screen means that if the first thing is boring, the second thing might get a few people, and the 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 just having like these quick cuts and stuff, I think, is a more I think it's it fits specifically a certain style of uh, production's not the right word, but like a, a certain style of tone and a certain style of like um, performance, basically. Um, you know, things like PewDiePie and stuff like that had this very like, you know, was was where I remember it first happening. But you see it on you see it on every big YouTuber now, pretty much, where it's just like this, where it's like this really bombastic like unnecessarily incredibly fake feeling and you know and, and you can tell that they wouldn't ever actually interact with people like that in real life and it's just unnecessary almost oratory like oratory style performative way that is just overwhelming and yeah just really and honestly i think the editing carries it more than the actual performance does i think the editing is like done and sometimes the editing is done to distraction. Like I will notice, like I, I used to not notice it. And then I notice it more now because I'm aware, because it wasn't, because now I'm seeing it a lot more and where it's done and it doesn't quite fit the performance. I can feel it and see it and, and experience it in a way that's actually quite awkward. So I don't know. I don't actually think that that's necessarily like, I, I might be totally wrong about this, obviously, you know, different generations of people, obviously, we're not that old, but like a very young group of demographic is taking in this content. So it's really hard to like tell exactly. I mean, it could be like, I mean, kids like react really well to just high levels of stimuli. That was true when we were young. That was true when our parents were young. It's just something that didn't exist back then in the same way. So maybe, so I don't know if it's anything changing really. And I think a lot of it is just people 
ad hoc saying a bunch of stuff about like you know about society based on like these really minor things that again there's i'm sure that there's certain studies that will show that to be true as much as there are other studies as, as well as other studies i'm sure that will show something that i'm I've, I've there's some inkling of what i'm saying is correct as well but that's my hot take um obviously there might still be reason to be worried <laughs> i'm not saying that there's no reason to be worried but and there are definitely reasons to be worried about social media in general but I yeah. don't. I'm not quite convinced about this particular element of it. At least that's just my little, my little rant. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, well, no. I think it's like it's very much a. Um, it's super easy to get lost with social media. I think it's one of those things where, like, I've seen people like waste their time on social media. I don't want it to go too much along those. I don't want this to go to steer too much into that topic. Um, no, but like it's one of the, it's one of the main, many reasons why people procrastinate, why people don't do things. It's because of things like social media, um, and we, we we go after kids with this stuff. I, I remember telling you the other day, like I wrote a, a, a poem about this whole like, generational gap thing, where everyone has to shit on the generation. Yes, game. yes. And um, it was like I, I saw it today. I had like a colleague be like, "Oh my goodness, everyone's just on these social media platforms, or whatever." I'm like, "But but." When, when I'm cycling my bike, when I've come close to dying, it's not because of a child on their phone. It's because of an adult on their phone. I had a mum nearly crash into the back of me because mm. she was on fucking Instagram. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's shit like that that, that really gets me on my nerves because it's people who, because they feel like they're not, addicted to social media they feel like it's okay that they're like they don't they're unwillingly controlled by it all so they're, they're on yeah. instagram while they're driving or they're like taking a snapchat fucking whatever the fuck it is um you know, while they're like walking about or whatever or, or they're, they're like they're making like a stupid fucking tiktok on the train i'm like i'm like oh my as i just i don't get it i don't get it um yeah, audience, take really? note. We will do an episode on social media because not only will it just come up in normal conversation because we do talk about it quite a bit, but it's it's really interesting both from like our perspectives personally, but also just like generally the stuff we've discussed about it and everything and the effects it has on people's psychology and mental health and stuff. I think it's really interesting, positive All and negative. All the, the thirteen listens, man. <laughs> like eight listens on the first episode, and I, I can honestly tell you, since it's been up on like these uh, streaming platforms, I've only listened to it on one of them, Amazon Music. So that means some poor son of a bitch has been like, "I want to look up whales," and they they saw that little blue whale with a fucking stupid hat on his head. And they're like, oh, this is gonna discuss different whales and stuff like that. I don't know, a beluga whale or whatever the fuck it is. And then <laughs> they, they hear our fucking voice and they're like, what the fuck is this? But but they've stayed. <laughs> we could do a little discussion about whales. I'm I'm up for it. <laughs> I know fuck all about whales. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. Yeah. Like, don't hunt them. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Iceland. <laughs> Iceland. Please put the legislation in, uh, or prevent the uh, destruction of the legislation that is preventing uh, whaling at the moment. Just yeah. Anyway, 
back to normal discussion. <laughs> back to back to back to what's going on with us. Um, yeah, how, how have you felt about all of this? Like doing all this? Um, it's been good. It's been like uh, I've been honestly, I've been hating it because I know that I'm doing something that I want to do, and for me, when I have something that I enjoy and I like. I immediately look to find the problems with it. And at the moment, the only problem with it is that I'm trying to find a problem with it. So it's like, I'm in my own way. Like we, we recorded the first episode nearly two weeks ago and it, it only really went up today properly. And that's down to me. That's also down to like me overthinking it. And that's down to me feeling afraid of it being really shit. And I had to come to the like honest conclusion with myself. This is the third like episode of uh, a first ever podcast thing. It's probably going to be shit. Like there's going to be issues. But, <laughs> uh, you know, like in a way, it's kind of egotistical of me to think that this is going to be perfect and everyone's going to love it, and then we're going to have money, and then we're going to take over Liechtenstein, and then we're going to be you know the 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 drug gangland kingpins that we're destined to be. You know, we're going to be John McAfee 1 and John McAfee 2, you know? But, <laughs> like, you know, at the end of the day, this is a podcast in which I'm probably going to look back on and I'm going to accidentally listen to it in about five years' time and they're going to be like, oh, my God, what the fuck was I on about? And I'm probably going to end up listening to it with you. Oh, it's good. <laughs> hey. I I, I'm already happy. I'm already happy with this. I've been really. Ex- I've, I've. I've been feeling good because of what we're doing. I. I. It was. A, it was a good idea you had, and I'm, I'm glad that we. We have actually like gone and done it. By the way, you're slightly wrong when you say. Uh, when you mentioned the first episode, that was literally a week ago. We did oh, the first shit. episode. Time flies, man. Well, it sounds like time is not flying for you because you said it was two weeks ago. <laughs> that's, the thing. But that's the thing. Time feels like it's flying, but it isn't. In my mind, January, well, I feel like we're in a football match and we're still at a time. I still feel like I'm in 2023, you know? like Oh, really? It, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I view it like this, okay? It's a football match and there's been loads of fouls. And I think those fouls have been the Ukraine war and the current issues in, um, in the Middle East. And those have been... Like I've been seeing lots of different like infographics and um, like different just informations have been flooded in, and I can't escape it if it's not on the news on social media. If it's not on social media, then it's on Reddit, which is also social media. But like it's, it's everywhere, and that has slowed time down for me because it's like very emotional and very taxing. So it feels like it's just been stoppage time, and they've just been adding on time, and it kind of felt really weird when it was new year's day and i was like ah it's 2024 and, and i don't i don't i don't like new years I, I've, I've never been a fan of it i've hated it all um it's like happy new year go fuck yourself man like you know, <laughs> nothing's changed sure you know oh remember on facebook when like people used to post new year new me oh, i mean people just say people say that stuff i haven't heard anyone say it so far which is good yeah, because you're not friends with, well, hopefully not <laughs> with um with thirteen year old girls and, well, <laughs> maybe you are friends with like fifty five year old women. But um, my cat just fell down the stairs. I could, I literally heard him fall down the stairs. Trust I, me, I know I've you don't. 
I, I I know that you, you you don't mean it in a bad way, but it's just a very gendered way that you described that, the people who say that sort of thing. Even oh, because, though I know you don't mean that. Because I'm literally referencing the only time I've actually heard people say it, and it yeah, was yeah. literally in year nine. <laughs> yeah, like you know, um, but yeah, no, no, like like the male equivalent I've heard is New Year, New Alpha. And I heard that in person. Oh, that's so much worse. That's so much worse. So, you know, and do you know, like a Final Destination movie where the character says something and they think they're really cool and then they just die? That is what I was hoping would happen, you know? I was like, yeah, New Year, New Alpha. And then like a dumbbell just falls from the sky and just kills him. Like, (laughs) like, but but no, it wasn't going to happen, was it? But yeah, man, like... You just we, we just go through this and um, you you are right that this has been really fun. It's been good. It's been good. Um, I mean, this is already. Some... The... Sorry, sorry. No, go I am. No, no, okay. You go. You go. You go. Oh, I bullied my way in. Um, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I mean, this is the third episode or whatever, and this is only just now going out for both of us. Like, we're we're only just like. We're only now going to start seeing a lot of this. You are much more involved in the production side. You you are seeing you you're seeing the analytics because I haven't even looked, I, I I I didn't make the accounts and stuff. From my perspective, you know, I'm sitting here. You've done all of the research, all of the work, everything to kind of get this sorted. I'm just a voice, right? And and I'm just kind of like sitting here talking with you. And so for me, this is more like. It, it feels more like a kind of a, a play session almost when we when we're talking to each other and stuff. Not in like a uh, in a insincere way or in like a I don't care about what about where this is going or anything like that. But like I think there's naturally going to be like a different feel between you and me in this respect. Um, and but I, I'm glad you're enjoying it at the very least. Uh, I was just going to say like I'm I'm I think I've been feeling a bit more happy about things in general knowing that there's something productive that we're doing happening and moving forward like i've I've realized how much creating things is an enjoyable experience i really 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 want to start doing things that are like creative or proactively like doing things like learning to cook better and oh yeah yeah or or even like getting into making like stuff with like wood or things like that. That's like the thing I've been thinking about for a long time. Um, uh, getting a bike so I can go to further places and go to uh, and do stuff maybe around here uh, that doesn't require me using a bus or having to, uh, that is somewhat unreliable and, you know, is, and is expensive relative. Well, it's not even that expensive actually. It's not bad here. If you did move here, like it's, I think the max limit is like five quid for the day. Like literally, the daily limit is like five quid, so it's actually pretty decent for like a bus service. But like as you're saying, like being creative and stuff, like like putting all Mm. this together, um, it's been good for me. Like mental health is mental health, you know. Like it it goes up and down. Right now, right now, I can't complain. Things are okay, you know. Things are okay, and and like there's actually been moments of of these uh, eleven days, eleven twelve days of the year where I've actually gone, whoa, you're actually feeling quite good. and most of the time, like, especially if it's like a people, like a people specific issue, I forget mm. that people exist if they're not in my life properly. And that gets other people really upset. 
that gets people really upset with me. So then like, oh, like you haven't messaged me in a while. I'm like, well, I, what I don't like about that is that it puts all the pressure on me to then message you. You know what? Like, it's not an ADHD thing. It's a, uh, you need to message me if you want me to think about you. Because where are you, you know? And yeah, I, like, mean, the, I mean, the counter to it is why didn't you message me then? Yeah, like, you know, it's, and it's okay. It's okay. Like, and, and what I've noticed is my anxiety levels have, like, hit a level where I'm really chilled out about things now. Things mm. that used to get me really fucking, like, ah, oh, my goodness, ah, oh, like, really tense. Uh, they, they don't they don't bother me anymore, man. Like, I've been getting the comment that I sound like I'm always high. I'm like, yeah, probably. Probably. Like, because... <laughs> I generally I'm in a place where like, oh, this bad thing is happening. It's okay. You know, mm. what, what else am I going to do? Like, I, I remember back in like, um, I think it was like September time. Uh, I was late somewhere and I was panicking. I was really sweaty and I was like close to tears and I was shivering. And I was like, oh, everyone's going to hate me. No one cared. Right, and that same situation happened like middle of December, and I was like, "Oh, guess what? I'm not sweating anymore. I'm not shivering. People know I'm going to be late, and guess what? I'm always late, so everyone knows going to be late anyway. So no one's really going to be upset. It is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. You can work on your punctuality, but don't don't put pressure on yourself." And next thing you know, I'm not, I'm not anxious. I'm not feeling that pressure anymore. And I think that's what helps people improve. You know, if you, if you yeah. pressure somebody to improve, they probably won't. But if you let them do their own thing, either they'll figure it out for themselves or they'll just keep going downhill. So here we are. Yeah. I, I actually think a really interesting part of this podcast, because we are doing this. I mean, we have so far done it every week, which is not saying much this is the second week, but we have done, right? And I think what will be really interesting is when we start reaching. I mean, for me, it really does. Like there are moments where I am awash with issues and and anxieties and depressions and whatever, all of a sudden. And it really does like, it it really does feel bad. And it, and, and I suddenly like you know you'll message me and I just won't reply and things like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was gonna happen today. That's like oh shit. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. But that's the thing. I'm really curious to see how this, you know, talking about this now and the fact that this is a mental health podcast. I'm actually really curious to do this episode to do an episode where the point is to represent how we're feeling and know that you know me talking to you about this even if people are listening which i don't really care about like but talking with you and being like yeah i actually really do feel shit if this was just me and you hanging out and nothing else you know that that this wasn't the topic of discussion or the point of this podcast i probably wouldn't have turned up and things like that like I'm really yeah. curious to see that unfold because it will happen. Oh, I'm very like emotionally. I'm I'm surprisingly stable, but things do often go wrong in sequences. So then sometimes I'll be like, "Oh, things are okay," 
I miss my train. My feet are wet from rain. My team lost the game. Um, I feel like shit. Um, like, you know, somebody said something mean on, on social media. Everything's bad. That will probably happen in the next couple of days because that is just how things are. Mm. However, I kind of like the idea of me coming in and, um, and like having a, a place to, to, to talk about shit. Um, no, it's just more like, you know, I wish I could maybe like have something um, repeat itself. Like in a morbid way, a stress test of being like, I want to be, make me feel like not suicidal, but close to suicidal again. And let's see if I still want to do silly wells, you know, <laughs> you know, but um, it's a weird, be, like, yeah. it's a weird desire for sure. But I mean, I kind of almost had that like this. Uh, I, I, I was, I've had like a persistent cough. It's when I've had to mute a lot when recording these things and, or like I'm sneezing and stuff like that. And last week when we did the episode about, um, actually when we did, when we did episode one and when we did the episode about school, like I was not feeling good. And as it turned out, that got much worse. Like, you, you know, like, actually, no, that was this week when we talked about school, either way. Um, the day before that, I felt fucking awful. Monday was an awful time for me. Really hated it. Um, and Sunday, I was like in work and I felt awful, but I knew I had to just go in because I was, you know, but in part because I was worried about what they would think if I didn't turn up and if they like would have ideas about what had happened. But also, I just didn't want to get a really bad side, but I just went in. And I thought, you know what, if I feel really shit, I'll say, I feel really shit, I need to go home. So, you know, it's fine. When I'm at work, I tend to be a lot more uh, uh, forward in that way. But like before I get there, I'm quite like anxious and stuff about it. Um, so if, if I'm going there, then at least I'll, I'll, I'll make the decision when I'm there, if I feel that bad. Um, so we were initially going to record that school episode on Monday. And I said, no, but we were going to record because I was in such a state but we were going to record it on like Tuesday or Wednesday. And I felt better, good enough that it was okay, but that was illness. And I'm okay with illness kind of fucking things up like that. And I, I'm not going to like, especially cause I was worried that it would just come through the audio wise. It would just sound terrible. <laughs> like I'd sound like I'd have to constantly muting myself. It would be hard to respond to you. I'd be like coughing and spluttering and, and I would sound like, you know, nasal and that, which I'm sure I do right now to an extent, cause it's still with me. Uh, yeah, you sound just fine. But you know, all of that sort of stuff, I can understand. I can give myself like leeway for that. But I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the mindset now where like I really do want to, you know, I'm, I'm really like you, kind of morbidly curious that like if, and like kind of now motivated to be like if I do feel shit, not only will I not hide it, but I will specifically go out of my way to show it to 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 you. In, in the sense that I want to be like, hey, I feel like shit. I know we need to record something today. I really don't want to record it. Let's record kind of thing. Um, specifically because I don't want, not for a performative reason, but specifically because I don't want this podcast to only be when I feel good mentally, since that is very specifically what the podcast is about. Um, I kind of like the idea, both from a production standpoint of keeping this going, 
like at weekly, but also just being like, hey, yeah, this is the mental health time capsule. This is this is exactly the point of this. Like, let's, you know, and and being able to say yes, I and to be clear, to those listening and just in general, I'm not going to always do that because I'm sure there will be days where either you or I are in really bad states and we are not fucking around and that's fine. But there are just moments and interesting points where I think it would be interesting. It's to me interesting to be motivated towards in moments like that, to be like, yeah, let's, let's like do this because what, what are we here if not to be open and vulnerable in the way that we kind of set out from the beginning? and feel you know hey sometimes we won't want to do it but like in this case fuck it and basically just have that under knowing that and who knows <laughs> i don't know if that would even be good content for people to listen to i don't fucking know but i recognize that that's kind of what the point of this is is to discuss that and if we're just feeling if, if we're kind of in good spirits all the time i think that's missing the point when we know that we both have those moments for us to hide it I suppose is what I mean. I don't want to hide it all the time. So, yeah, like I definitely don't want to hide it. Like uh, the reason why this, you're right. The reason why this podcast exists because I don't want to hide it. Um, the idea of me going, like, hey, let's have a podcast, and then we only discuss our highs, and we don't actually pretty much discuss when we're low then there's not really a podcast on mental health it's a podcast and just us talking shit yeah. but we gotta talk about you know the times when we're feeling really down and and pretty much flat depressed you know because we, we both have depression and we both have like a lot of anxiety about different things and if we had started this podcast in like the early months the early days of november i would have it would have been terrible and and we actually were talking about doing it as well in that time mm. it would have been a really different podcast you know it would have been me being very open and me to say hey look um i'm fighting a lot of things and i don't want to be here right now it's it's tough but we're here we started it when i'm in a better place where i'm feeling i don't believe in the idea of happiness per se which is why my album's called the happiness project but you know like to put it bluntly, certain people have left my life for the better. I've invited certain people in. I've made diplomatic changes to who I am and what I do. And those won't last forever. But right now it's working for me. Um, like little things. Like I blocked a few people on Instagram because I don't like them. <laughs> like <laughs> simple as like you know and i find it weird that they're always viewing my, my stories before anybody else how do i know that because i check who watches my story because i had someone who was talking me boom straight up and i'm like i feel like you you're you're connected to it so i'm gonna block you fuck you <laughs> um and and that just easy you know easy things like that and that's where we're at we're at a place where right now we're enjoying our lives. Well, I wouldn't know about enjoying, but we're, we're content in our lives right now. And we're not in a state of crisis, but I feel like we're both ready for what crises can be sprung upon us. 
Yeah, I, I've I've had my time here to settle down. I think that's been a big thing. Like this is now we, we I've essentially hit the. Uh, this is well, I will hit three months in like two weeks of living in Worcester. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So it's it's not been a hugely. Um, no, actually, sorry. Three months has already happened. Living here in this house where I'm at right now will be next month. Um, wait, let me just think. Sorry, I, I've October, November, December. Yeah, so I, I, I've 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 I passed the three month period, but like altogether, if I think about all the weeks I've actually been in Worcester, probably we're close to three months just around now, like getting close to it, like not at home, not elsewhere, like all that stuff. Um, so that's so i think for me like i am kind of reaching a settling point to an extent that has that is going to be good and this on top of everything i think of me feeling a bit better is helping me through stuff through stuff like i'm taking on new shifts at work which i think might be a bad idea but i've decided i'm going to experiment with it and i want to do it because ultimately i, I am looking for new work and I know that that work will be full time. So in that respect, I want to, I, I don't want to be like too caught out by not, because I'm currently doing part-time just to be clear. Um, I, I don't want to be too caught out by the number of hours. Like even if the times are really good, um, I, I don't want the number of hours to like overwhelm me too much. So I'm taking on a bit more. And also money's mo- money is money. And it's actually been kind of nice knowing that I'm probably going to be saving properly from now on because I'm earning like, you know, 2.5 times the rent or something (laughs) like per month or whatever. So we're getting out of that. I've only got like 250 quid at the end of the month phase. It's like, Oh, I've got like 750, you know, we're looking at better, better odds there. Yeah, Um, man. So yeah, I'm in a good, I'm in a good place in that respect. I'll say this now. Um, ridiculously proud of you each and every single day like oh. you know like it, it's, it's, it, it is the god honest truth you know if, if god is looking and he believes that i'm being honest in which you better <laughs> um it, it's just it's good it's good to see uh, and love you to the end of the earth because might as well yeah it, it's my just book, my- it, yeah I was going to say, my brother's doing really well at Manchester as well. And like, like, that's been like a really nice thing. We've actually had, weirdly enough, uh, uh, we've sort of synced up in terms of him finishing uni and me moving here and kind of doing stuff together. He's like, he's got a new job. He's getting a new job. He like just found out he's got a new job. And like, that's made me really happy. And the same kind of pride, at least I feel about him, like just being proud of him. Like, I, I, if, if that's how you feel, that's a really nice compliment. Like, thank you. It's, yeah, because... Like, out of yeah. all of us, like, you know, um, me, you, Toga, Samson, um, at the moment it's, it's me, you, and Toga from, like, secondary school a lot. I, I am the baby of the litter, effectively. So, like, you know, um, I, I was the youngest of, of that. And I was like, hey, look at that. We're, we're all progressing up. We're all we're all doing really good. Toga's doing really good. We might get Toga on here for half an hour or so at some point, you know. Oh, yeah, um, that'd be fun. It... it I feel like there will be setbacks, of course, but we are heading in a good direction. Um, uh, and I enjoy that. I really enjoy that. And I'm like, I'm looking up, I'm, I'm on a website right now called Headliner and they create little clips for podcasts. I'm like, yay, look at that. We're doing good things. I've been staring <laughs> at it for the past hour and a half. Um, 
that is like cool. I, I know what I'm gonna do. I even not today or tomorrow, but who knows? And it's like, look, we're going in the direction we want to go in. I feel like right now where I'm at, I've got my album coming out. I did say by the end of the year, but end of the year, by the end of this month. Um, and I'm hoping to hit that, but I might end up re-recording all of it in a professional studio of an engineer. I don't know yet, but whatever happens, I'm going to be really happy with it. I'm going to just like work through it. There's a, a couple of new pieces that I've written that I think will fit in perfectly. And I'm like, look, the happiness project is exactly that. It is a project of discovering happiness and the idea of whether it exists or not. And it's like, it doesn't really tell a, a congruent story. That's the right word. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. It's very much like a take it as you take it. And then you can enjoy it. You don't have to enjoy it. But I, I'm enjoying making it. So it's all good. Yeah. And to the point, because I, I didn't really mention it when you talked about this stuff in the first episode, but in keeping with what we were talking about before, I am also really proud of the the the... I mean, like this, the the progress you've made, like recently, and all of this. Like, I love, I I love that for you, like so much. Like that you've, that this is now becoming like such a real thing. Like all of this happening, like this, what we're doing right now, with everything else you're doing, is like this is stuff that we talked about, and you have been like has definitely been there, and it's been in our imaginations, but it's not been something that I can actually like send someone a link to and i'm really really happy that this is now a thing you have files and you you have like you've been studio and you've recorded and all this all this stuff i get to see in real life (laughs) when you when you like or or whatever when you do a poem or you do a poem on stage or whatever and stuff like that all of this stuff i'm like super happy that this is now actually like a genuine thing outside of that and it will have hopefully a legacy and hopefully be much more than that for you in the long run. Like genuinely. I'm not crying guys. You are. And you're not, you're not the litter. You've always had the more interesting life in my mind <laughs> compared to like me and everyone else. Like um, nah. you've done a lot more things and a lot more interesting things overall. Let's be real. Uh, you, you certainly got an interesting CD. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Uh, until the person listening to this, I don't know who you are, you know? Um, you could be someone who, who knows me personally, knows Joe personally, or maybe maybe you don't know either of us and you are actually looking for something to do with whales. I'm also proud of you. Why? Because you clicked on this. <laughs> Fuck up. Um, no, no. I'm, I'm proud of you because, uh, like, like all of us, we're going through something. Something's happening. Our lives are, are, are going through very different courses and you might be dealing with something... That is completely alien to myself and Joe, but maybe there's something that's connected with you, be it my issues of punctuality, be it just a general anxiety of moving to a new a new city, a new part of the country. Um, I hope there's something in here that's made you go, do you know what? Things, are, things could be worse and they might get worse, but guess what? I'm going to get better anyway. Um, and I hope that you find that drive to keep going because i'm here to tell you right now please keep going not not for me not for joe not for your best friends not for your dog not for your cat not for a random goldfish somewhere in a pet shop for you because you are good you fucking cunt (laughs) 
Well said. Well, there we go. Yeah, this is going to be hard to. This episode is going to be hard to show my bum, and continuously, this will probably be true, I suppose. But here Why? we go. <laughs> it's just certain language that she's not, that she doesn't particularly like, and uh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I don't think I'm ever going to show my many of these episodes. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to show my family some of this stuff. Oh, like, or at least I'm going to, at least I'm going to mention it at some point. Once we're like t- 20 episodes in or something or whatever, then I'll be like, yeah, by the way, you know, I've been doing a podcast for the past month or two or whatever. Once we're doing live shows at the Apollo Theater. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to be that kind of guy. No, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah I, I've got nothing else to say. I think, I think I'm good for this week. Yeah, that was a nice. Uh, me, Togo was saying. By the way, you guys need to learn how to finish. Like, um, he's right. <laughs> he's right. So yeah, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna say this. We're gonna take two steps to the rear and get out of here. We're in the wind. See ya. Love you. <laughs> Leave, Craig. Get the fuck out. Leave. Greg, leave. Oh, it's like you stop, isn't it? That's it. Stop. Leave. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>